0: Hi, and welcome to Concepts for Living. We consider it a privilege, as always, to bring you more biblical concepts for contemporary living. Well, I'll be speaking in this particular message from the theme Time's Up. Stay tuned, you will be blessed. Various proverbs and maxims have expressed the significance of time as it relates to human behavior and human experience, even with God. We live in the realm of time. And one day, time will be no more. But there is a sense in which God has put us in time so that we might benefit from the privilege of living in this dimension to bring glory from time to heaven so that whatever is done in heaven would be done in earth. So that this collaboration of heaven heaven, and earth is all regulated around the dimensions of time. Benjamin Franklin put it this way in his work. Poor Rich or poor Richards Almanac, he said, and don't miss this, please people, don't miss this. He said, Don't squander time, for that's what life is made of. Everything that happens to us on this globe happens in the realm of time. And you may not want to believe it, but it's true that every one of us has been granted enough time to do whatever God has ordered us to do in the earth. The president has it. The pauper has it. Everybody has time enough to get it done. The devil knows it as well. That's why he operates with us in the realm of time to frustrate what God has ordained for us to do and be. So now note the text. The author focuses on one man, even though there were hundreds in the room. I said, on one man. John is inspired to write about what he saw Jesus doing. And when Jesus had just completed his second miracle work in Galilee, Jesus now leaves Galilee and he comes to Jerusalem because it's Time now for one of the feasts of the Jews. That's why in verse 1, I believe you'll see, it says, after this, there was a feast of the Jews. And Jesus went up to Jerusalem. After this means after the miracle that he had just performed in Galilee. Now he stands in Jerusalem. He's there, yes, to attend as a Jew one of the feasts. It was either the Feast of Passover, the Pentecost, or it was even the Feast of Tabernacles. I'm not laboring there today. I just want you to know that Jesus showed up. I said, Jesus showed up. And when he showed up, he observed near the marketplace, a pool. And that pool was the Pool of Bethesda. And the Pool of Bethesda was a place where there was a subterranean, uh, uh, I would have to say stream, flowing deep. And there would be times when that stream would bubble up. Now, the word says that an angel came and stirred up the waters. And whenever the waters stirred, the first one in got a miracle. Notice in the earlier verses of this fifth chapter, It makes it very plain that there was near the sheep market a pool. It gives you the name of the pool, Bethesda. And it says in these, what, five porches were lying all kinds of sick folk, the blind, the halt, or the crippled. I want you to catch the scene because while the city is going on with its business, while the church is going on with their feasts, there's some people in the city, but they are not moving around and about in the city. They're all lying and waiting for the stirring of the pool, and no doubt lying there strategizing in their minds, oh my God, I missed it last time, Uh, but oh God, let it stir again. Give me one more chance. Give me one more opportunity. I'm talking about the people in the five porches. Because most of us don't even think of it, but the five porches represents the law. Because they're lying there waiting to get blessed. But they're not getting blessed, even though the pool is there. There are those that will focus you on the law, not knowing that the law cannot heal you. The law cannot cure you. What the law can do for you is to point you. So they're there and they are not healed. They are sick, they are infirmed and it's it's, it's an open air hospital if you please. And while they're there, they're waiting for the troubling of the water. To be able to rush in and get their portion back up. Because there are many of us who come to worship hurting, sick, crippled in some way. We come on in and we got a word. We come on in and we got ritual. Yeah. We come on in and we've got liturgies. Yeah. But oh my God, is anybody getting healed? Well, as always, three points to this message. One, speak up. Two, rise up. And three, take up. You will be blessed, particularly those of you who have been waiting, anticipating for a change in your life. Someone watching this program will become whole today. You watch, and you will be blessed. And so now there's some people watching who are about to give up. Somebody watching, sick and tired of being around all these sick people. Yes. <laughs> and I can't even help myself. My God. I want to say to you, stay where you are. Yes. You're messed up. You're jacked up. Yes, but stay where you are. Yes. You can't help yourself. I know your efforts, but wait a minute. Yes. Stay where you are good to give God some glory and praise that wherever you are, his eyes are on you. Yes. Yes. Jesus. Amen. The Bible says he knew that that man had been there 38 years. There's some things he knows about you that you don't think anybody else knows. I'd rather Jesus knew everything about me Because when I know that he knows everything about me, yeah. I know he's just positioning me. Yeah. Oh, Lord Jesus. Yeah. Oh, Lord, he's just positioning me. And so this man is lying there, and Jesus now is uh, uh, speaking to him. Jesus knows everything about him, and Jesus is speaking to him. And it's, it's so wonderful the way that Jesus does this. The first thing that Jesus says to him is this Do you want to be whole? To behold. Yes, yes. Now, it's a rhetorical question. It's a question that requires an answer. It's a question that, that, that precipitates other things happening depending on the way you answer. Yes, Rhetoricalism. And you've got to understand that Jesus looks at that man, knows the case of the man, knows everything about the man, and yet he asks him, Wilt thou be whole? Well, I mean, well, what do you want? Wilt thou be made whole? That means I know about your brokenness. But I want to know, Will you be made whole? What is Jesus doing? He's trying to get that man to open up his mouth Amen. and say something. Yeah. See, a lot of us are too private as it, when it comes to your spiritual life. But you really can't get anything from God through Christ, through the work of the Holy Spirit, unless you're willing to open your mouth. I'll do what I want to do. No, open your mouth. But we think so much about what that person's going to think about me if they heard what I'm asking. We've got to get to a place where we really don't care what they think because I've been waiting here so long to get some kind of help that I don't care what you think about me. I'm going to let you know that, yeah, I messed up and I need some help. If not, we'll be just like those old Israelites who bask in their own unbelief and in all of their fears. Open your mouth. Wilt thou be made whole? I'm going to ask you something. Don't you want to change? Don't you want something else. Don't you want to feel like you got it all together? Come on, don't you want to be whole, not just healed? (sighs) Because you can get healed and still not be whole. You can get your body healed, but your spirit's not healed. But if you get wholeness, then you're going to have everything. Look, raise your hand up and say, oh, Jesus. I want to be whole. Some of us just want to be healed. But I want to be whole. I want my mind right. I want my heart right. I want my spirit right. I want my body right. I want everything about me right. Well, I trust that you've been blessed through this word because many have been waiting, anticipating, change but now you've discovered that you can be made whole now today why because time's up your waiting's over put in for it speak up rise up and take up you'll discover that indeed you can be made So until next time, when we come to you with more Concepts for Living, may God bless you and yours. Thank you for viewing Concepts for Living. If you would like a CD, DVD, or download the entire message, go to our website, www.fcogchapel.org. We would like to hear from you. Please send an email for prayer or send a praise report on how God is blessing you through this program. We invite you to join us again for another Concepts for Living.